0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's Meta Game Minute, your favorite once-a-week chaotic amateurs after show. Let's jump right into it in new horn order. Uh, starting with Mr. Ball, Milo. Um, what are your takeaways from this episode? What did you think about finishing off the squag lid and um, kind of these, these puzzles and some of the, the little places we found ourselves as we got into these hallways and stuff.
1: Uh, I felt myself immediately getting frustrated when the thing moved away from me and I was like, I'm going to have to go up those fucking stairs. (laughs) And I was like, you could climb those pretty easy. I'm like, okay, thank God. (laughs) And then I got to punch him really hard, which is cool. Yeah, yeah, uh, this room is interesting. I'm curious about the Scrying Stone and I want to get it off of there and figure figure out what it's used for it's it's weird that it just like looks down it's like an overhead view alex yeah so it's just kind of looking straight on down to the tower yeah from the the brief glimpses that you saw of it yeah I'm, i'm kind of curious what that is used for if it's it i'm assuming it's connected to something else from what i gained um, looking at the pedestal that it was on, it's it's has some other connection to something else in the tower, probably. The root system of this tower, you know, goes to other places in the tower. I'm assuming, so I'm probably find other stuff there. Uh, I want to get the scrying orb because I really want a scrying orb. Uh, and it was really cool just getting uh, RP and talk to those soldiers. I just love doing that shit.
0: Yeah, I thought that was a really cool scene. I was actually really thrilled when I saw the body as soon as we. I wasn't sure just kicking in the door was going to work but I thought for sure when it was blocked I was like oh this is for sure monsters on the other side like we're going to kick it open and there's just going to be like you know a rancor or something back there
1: I can't wait to just make a jug of mayonnaise and give it to that guy (laughs) (laughs)
0: gross hey you know whatever it's not. It's no genasi spit but never mind but few things are Uh, (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) Um, Caleb, Scory, Mr. Yeah, yeah. Telbrun. Yep.
2: Uh, I'll start by saying this. Um, I'm excited yeah. to get back into the center room. Yeah. Um, I felt like we had to take the opportunity, uh, with the doors being gone to see kind of what was around. But, um, I, I feel like we didn't really explore much in the, in the center room other than just looking at a couple of the, the crystals. Uh, Because we we pretty much got right into it with that that squag lid or whatever you're calling it. And And we had to rush in. Yeah. We didn't even look. um, Apparently, there are bodies on the balcony that we were unaware of. Um, You know, we saw those. um, I I don't remember it. Uh, We probably did, but I don't remember it. And then uh, there are several other doors that we can choose from, you
1: know. Uh yeah yeah I, and, I definitely want to investigate the the tree stump in the middle because it only appeared yeah. like when we went into the ethereal plane and yeah so we're gonna have to touch that again and investigate that a little bit
0: further es-
2: especially if that's fueling things like right. uh, since our suspicion now is that it's powering at least that scrying orb you know it's probably powering other things so we could take down their defenses considerably if if potentially if we you know, do something about that now instead of later waiting for it.
0: Right. You know, what, if me personally, um, you know, I, I was glad that we were able to get through these doors and explore some of the stuff, but seeing what that object was, you know, the, the scrying orb or whatever, seeing what that was and kind of seeing what was behind some of these doors gives me a lot of anxiety in terms of figuring out what we're going to have to do next, because, you know, we touched, the one one of those uh items in the center room that brought out the squag lid we were able to rush in and see some stuff but like you know there's kind of four more or th- you know four objects total in that center room and i'm like uh, my mind is like do we have to touch both of the one color do we have to touch all four do we have to like yeah. touch all four and like Open different things. Like, should we try the doors before we touch anything? Like, and and there definitely be uh, puzzly. I know. Yeah, (laughs) and there are crates. So so many possibilities that I'm just like, I don't know. (laughs)
2: There, there are crates or something. At least in the roll twenty. Yeah. Down in the bottom left, and I'm. I don't think any of us took a look at that stuff. We just went straight to the glowy things.
0: I was standing by them when we were fighting, but yeah, I don't think I was. Did you get
2: anything from them while you were there?
0: cover <laughs> um but no um riff what about you um i thought it was a, a kind of a cool move with the bag to try and figure out because isn't your bag special in some way this is something i always kind of forget about but yeah
3: it's a uh, um
0: the knapsack of uh, um i forget what it, is. I've got it, on my... it has like eyes on it doesn't it
3: yeah, it's a it's a web grip rucksack. It's got eight spiders' eyes on it, and the the arms like attached to me, and you can't get it off of me oh, uh, once it's once so it's cool. attached to me. And then it <laughs> and it's got like eight compartments in it that are like the size of each compartment's just basically like its own bag, essentially.
1: So if it's magical, it probably it shouldn't
3: break. I'm just intrepidatious about it because Alex has never said anything like where you feel as though it's heavy and it's pulling and it might damage it. Like that is basically what he said. So I was like, I would
0: take that. I wouldn't blame him for not wanting to break his magical backpack. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So, uh, and you know, if it would have just freely come with us or whatever, I totally would have done it. But that's what I was thinking. Like if we can find like a, a cloth or even like a, I mean, we've got all these crates and crap around us. Like let's empty one out and like, you know, put it in the bowling bag basically i mean that's that's what i was going going to suggest um uh that, that we try but also i think i think we uh that's something we can do before we leave like i don't necessarily think it needs to happen right now um yeah so but i am interested in like seeing all these other doors as well because i'm like okay well we've uh essentially we've mapped this part of the the level let's uh let's go open up another door and see what's going on i did find it interesting that whole that it's like kind of like the um like that hallway's basically like the loading room yeah. i guess for for the for the for the ethereal plane or whatever it's kind of like oh yeah you know because like that's where that creature was so it was either it like loaded into there or it it was or it was just on that part of the map you know because like when we touched that thing like we went into a different dimension or whatever so i think i think that that's interesting almost like
0: that it uh well and i wonder how long that i wonder how long that creature could survive outside of the ethereal plane oh yeah that's a good point too
2: yeah it sounds like it was never never experienced outside of the ethereal plane and i'm but those people
0: were being threatened by it and they're not in it you know yeah, it but they the were hallway, sandwiched yeah. by
2: the ethereal hallway where yeah, that creature yeah, yeah. was. True. There's no getting around it. So my, I have a question for the DM then, kind of off of that. Uh, when we first went into the hallway, when we were scrambling out of the main compartment, kind of under that time crunch, um, were we in to the physical plane while the rest was ethereal? And then when the time ran out, we went ethereal, and everything else went back physical.
1: What?
2: So we were in the ethereal plane <laughs> fighting, fighting it, the yeah. ethereal monster. We went into the hallway
1: mm-hmm.
2: and then the timer ran out mm-hmm. before the timer ran out. Was that hallway still ethereal plane or was it yeah. on a physical plane? Yeah, it wasn't until it, the door. It, it doesn't, it doesn't ever only... flip flop. It's always right. ethereal.
1: Right. Okay.
0: It looks, it looks like that hallway is stuck in the ethereal plane gotcha okay uh dash mr wolf got to kick in a door <sighs> touch some orbs hammer away.
4: <laughs> yeah i did some experiments i had my control i had a i had a hypothesis uh <laughs> none of it none of it panned out for wolf um but you know whenever he gets to experiment it's exciting because you know everyone else is smarter than him and he knows this so he thought see, maybe- that's science if you
0: if your hypotheses were always correct you wouldn't really have a good basis for look
4: learning. don't talk to me about science Rhett. um <laughs> i'm gonna buy you a little a little chemistry kit
2: like a kids chemistry kit <laughs> thank you thank you yeah. i don't
4: I, I i'm unfamiliar with the word chemistry but okay um <laughs> i yeah Like uh, alchemy. <laughs> sure that's better i guess um again don't use more than like three letter words on me guys uh, <laughs> Uh, very dumb. Um, yeah, no. He he wanted to try a little experiment with the little orb, and it, it was fun for him. He had he had some fun. That was fun. Yeah.
0: What about uh, getting to uh, some fellow soldiers of Usama? I mean, was there anything? Mm. F- I, I was going to speak up when we came in there, but I I felt like you had the the Usama cred, so I didn't want to trample on that.
4: Same. Yeah. I mean, it's you know, it's it's sad for Wolf to see more of you know his fellow soldiers dying and especially for seemingly senseless causes uh, considering it's like, what are they even doing here? And for what, you know, and especially someone that he served with died, which is really unfortunate for him. Yeah. Cause uh, not a lot of those guys are, are around anymore. So. Well, is it possible that he,
0: that guy's alive? Cause they said they didn't like, they said they thought he died, but they hadn't seen him or something like, is it possible that maybe he's around? I don't know. Fight in a good fight. Maybe we're going to rescue his ass.
4: Maybe, I hope so. Just, I mean, anything's possible. It's all it's all make believe. So, <laughs> how dare you? you you're fired. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
4: Who knows? You know. Uh, um. Maybe I grow wings. I don't know. I'll speak with the DM. See if we make that happen.
0: I hope so. That'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, Alex, what about you? Is Wolf going to get wings? Is
4: Villain, it's possible.
0: It's all alive. made up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you?
1: <laughs> no, this uh, is real. <laughs> that's right. It's us that's made up. This is all real.
0: <laughs> yep. What can you tell us about the squaglet I wish. dead.
1: Um, is cool. Uh, if you all want to know, just just meta game. He's just uh, he's a trent, a tree mm. um, with some modified uh stats. Um, he's cool. I liked him.
0: So he's like Treebeard from Lord of the Rings. I mean, and we're in a tower, and that seeing orb is a palantir, and this is basically Lord of the Rings, the campaign. Lord of the Rings, the campaign. All right, nerds. <laughs> All righty, guys. Hey, that's this yeah. week's uh, metagame minute. Thanks so much for uh, sticking around. Free every Thursday, wherever you got this, and more. Come back Monday. Listen to the exciting conclusion of what just happened, and more on Monday for chaotic amateur and sort of training. And more.